the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for staying with us. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Real Estate Chalk Chalk Talk. And we're broadcasting live from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio in Egan, Minnesota. RackShackToGo.com. Get yourself the best food of your life. Guaranteed. RackShackToGo.com. Order it up. Pick it up at the restaurant, or we'll deliver it right out to you with one of our many third-party delivery services. Kelly Keegan's here. We're talking about gun rights. We learned last segment that size matters when we're talking about shotguns. Barrels. Barrels. And uh, mm-hmm. how they're measured and such. And then we, we kind of at the tail end, between the segments, we were talking about all the things that we can't talk about. So go to Facebook. No. So so let's talk about those things. So what I'm curious about is and this is what made me yeah. what made what made me think about this in the first place is that you know you kind of get the feeling that you're maybe a target. You know, I don't know if it's paranoia or whatever it is cuz you get start getting concerned. I mean, they're burning stuff down, they're talking mm-hmm. about coming to the suburbs and burning things down and and uh you know, your public you know, you know in the in your little area and it's like, ooh, you know, I need to load me up, right? And so then I'm thinking, so I start reading, it's like this castle doctrine business. What does that mean in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. And if someone breaks into the house and is coming down the hall at me. What are my rights? What are my rights? And, and yeah. what, what can I do before I go to prison? Yeah. I, you know, this is the, we're coming up close on the anniversary of the Byron Smith case in okay. Morrison County. If you remember, this was, this was Thanksgiving Day, 2012. And there were two kids, two roughly 18-year-old kids, 17, 18, that broke into Brian Smith's house, and he shot them dead, both of them. And it ignited this debate about the Castle Doctrine in Minnesota and whether we should have it. We don't have it. What the Castle Doctrine is is that the idea that you can use lethal force against an intruder in your home. And... The, the way that Byron Smith went wrong, it's a really interesting case study about what is too, what is going too far. Mm-hmm. Because everybody, he obviously got convicted of murder, and a lot of people were really upset by this because of the notion that, you know, hey, if somebody breaks into your house, yeah. don't you have a right to defend yourself and your property? Yeah. And the, the Absolutely, thing, yes. Yeah, right? I mean, right? So, But the way that Byron Smith went wrong is that he went too far. And what I mean about too far is... You know, he, if everybody remembers this case, he did all kinds of things that really show that he was sort of laying in wait for these people. He had been burglarized, I think, about six times in the preceding months up to this, leading up to this event. So he had been this victim of a crime, and I think that would really rightfully give anybody a lot of trauma over that. Mm -hmm. But he he somehow realized that there was going to be another burglary. And he took his car on Thanksgiving Day and parked it down the road to make it look like he was not home. Oh, so he was trapping him. Yeah. And there was some dispute about why he had parked his car down the, down the road. But he had parked his car down the road uh, 
presumably on state argued that it was because he was trying to make it look like he wasn't home. And sure enough, here are these two kids, and there was evidence that they had broken into this particular residence previously. But so they came and they broke into the home, and he had set up this sort of bunkerish type of, you know, setting in his basement where he had, you know, water and snacks. I mean, mm. he was there for hours waiting for these people to break in. And when they did, you know, first the the um, boy broke in and he shot him dead. And then he went over and the guy, it was downstairs in the basement and he had fallen down the stairs and then he went and killed him, shot him again. And so it was like... So he was down and he shot him while he was down. Exactly. So he wounded him the first time. Okay. And then he went and actually... Executed him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then what he did was he he figured that there was another person involved and that would be coming in second. Mm-hmm. And so he took this this kid's body and dragged it into a different room and hid it. And then he sat again and waited for the second person to come oh, in. Wow, and so then the second person, this, this um, young man's cousin, a female, came mm-hmm. in, shot her. She was wounded. And then his gun jammed. And so he sat there, you know, listening to her kind of yelp and pleading for her life. And mm-hmm. then he's talking to her and he's recording the entire thing. There's recordings of this posted online. It's absolutely chilling. Mm. But so he shot her and then executed her. And the the issue at trial, he gets charged with murder. And the issue at trial is, you know, what is self-defense and should we have the castle doctrine? And we don't. And everybody kind of said, look, if he had just left it at the first shot where you wound the intruder, you've neutralized the threat. He would have been fine. Mm -hmm. But to then take steps to really just execute somebody after that, too far. And they said, look, this is not self-defense. I mean, self-defense, we don't have stand your ground. We don't have castle doctrine in Minnesota. You have to be reasonable in your actions. You have to neutralize a threat, but nothing more. Well, what if the other party is not reasonable? Well, again, it's so, I mean, you know. So you wound him, but he still has a firearm himself. So he's so the threat's then, not neutralized. Okay. Okay. You know, All right. I mean, and, and the, the thing about these cases is people say, well, you know, I can do this or I can do that, but they're so fact specific. Mm-hmm. You really have to look at an individual situation and say, well, what would a reasonable person do in this situation? And it's, it's all fact-specific because one person's neutralized threat might be another person's ongoing threat. Yeah, to me, reasonable is keep shooting until the gun is empty. Sure. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Seems reasonable. I think a lot yeah, of people would agree with you. to me. Just boom, 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 boom. I mean, it all happens in three seconds. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're just you're in a total state of panic. Someone's coming at you, and, you, you know, so you just empty the clip on them. Yeah, which and also you, leads to another point I want to raise, which is, you know, it's really hard after some type of incident like this. It is incredibly difficult not to run your mouth and to be talking to the police. And defense attorneys are like, please, please, if you have anything, if you take one thing away from this entire discussion, it's please don't talk to the police. And your your adrenaline is going. You're, it's really it's a lot more difficult than you think. You call this 800 number and it is the critical response team mm-hmm. and uh, you get Kelly on the phone and then she'll say, keep your mouth shut. I'm mm-hmm. on my way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell us that process when you get a call. and we'll, Well, so what is how are we doing? We're good. What is the process in Minnesota? So it's just reasonable. So someone so I'm going to play a joke on Hitner and um, on Halloween mm-hmm. I'm come into his house. He can probably shoot me. Right. What's what's his right? What can he do? And you're just saying it's just reason, whatever's reasonable. Well, it's about it's about what's what would an objectively reasonable person do in that situation? Is it objectively reasonable to 
you know, not know that you're coming into his home and he thinks you're an intruder and shoots you, probably reasonable. Mm -hmm. But to then walk up to you and and execute you in cold blood, knowing, hey, that you're laying there wounded and really not going to do anything at that point. No, not reasonable. If he's laying there wounded, can he kick him? Oh, boy. Probably. I mean, that's going to be between you and him, I guess. But <laughs> And also, don't record yourself yeah, that's the doing this thing, stuff. Yeah. I mean. Oh. Sheila, Sheila, hit record. Okay. Hit record, so record. <laughs> so, the, so uh, let's just kind of walk through this. So, mm-hmm. the, so I'm in. Th- that's an extreme case. And I think that one's pretty clear to see. I mean, when you got someone laying on the floor and you go up and pop them in the head, that's mm-hmm. probably no bueno, mm-hmm. obviously, because he's in prison now for life. So is he in prison for life or what? Yeah, he got a life sentence. Yeah. He was convicted of first degree murder. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So now, okay, wow. so now I'm in the sack and I hear some rummaging out, out in the other room and I, and I grab my sawed off 19 inch shotgun <laughs> from underneath my bed with a full shoulder thing. I didn't, I mm-hmm. haven't cut. Can you cut the thing off or? You can. I, you're getting, you're getting it. Yeah, you're I getting wouldn't dicey. recommend it. Okay. Let's, so yeah. I got the full th- the small shotgun that's meant to be in the woods where trees are because they have a shorter barrel. So I, I pull it out from under my bed. I go down down the dark hall, and someone hollers at me. And I'm like, boom, mm-hmm. right? What should what needs to happen at that point? At that, I don't even know. I mean, I'm alone in the house. Someone's obviously in the house with me. I know it's not my wife because she was laying next to me. So someone that doesn't belong there is in my house rummaging through my stuff. Mm -hmm. Startled me Mm -hmm. as I went out to investigate what the noise was. Mm -hmm. And I shot him with the shotgun I had under my bed. Mm -hmm. So what do you do now? What do I do? Well, I think the first thing is call 911. You want to get the person aid, Mm -hmm. but don't say anything. Just say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm here in my home. This is Keith. I've, I've shot somebody. Please send the police. Click. Okay. Don't make statements about, oh, my God, this person, you know, just keep yeah, it yeah. short. Just keep it short. It's more difficult Loose than you think. Ships. Yep, exactly. It's more difficult than you think. So first thing is call for aid. You know, you don't want to be doing things where you're just mm-hmm. not giving the person any kind of chance of survival or aid. Um, second thing, call a lawyer because the lawyer will Not take just over. any lawyer. You know what? You want a criminal defense attorney. Yeah. Don't call, you know, your friend Sheila's cousin right, who, right. who did a will. State law yeah, who wrote will. up a will for you. I yeah, mean, yeah. no, absolutely not. You need to call a criminal defense attorney. We're on call generally 24 hours a day. This we do, Our business is not a nine to five business. Things right. happen on the weekends and at night, and we are usually available and responding to emergency situations. So call an attorney, and the attorney, the first thing the attorney is going to do is tell you, don't talk to the police. It, when they get there, and people are always concerned because they go, if I don't talk to the police, are they going to think that right, I'm guilty? Right, think you're guilty. Hold it right there. So we got to go out the break. You're going to stay for another segment because yep. we've got to finish the story. Okay. And so this is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're broadcasting from Different the contact. Rack Shack Barbecue Studio. Yeah, we got to give your contact a couple times, and I'll put it up online, too. 612-584-3834-612. One two, five eight four thirty eight thirty four. If you get in trouble with the law, you give her a ring a ling a ling. I'm going to have her on speed dial. We'll be right back. <laughs> 